Has summer finally arrived in your corner of the world? Is summer a season you enjoy? Do you find yourself outside a lot? Or at least more than you do in the colder months? Is your idea of fun summer activities, things like hiking, camping, kayaking, or are you more of a go to the park that has those splash pads or reading under the shade of a tree or grilling in the backyard kind of person? How about a baseball game? Little league, big league, your jam. Baseball is the great American pastime. And if it's your thing, then today's podcast guest will be too. Baseball holds a special place in the hearts of Americans. The crack of the bat, the roar of the crowd. We love to root, root, root for the home team. And how many of us dream of someday wearing the uniform of our favorite team player? Dave Miller was just that kid. In 1981, he finished his senior year of high school as a star pitcher and had set his sights on college and, hopefully, a professional pitcher's mound. When a car careening through a McDonald's parking lot changed his life forever. I don't want to get ahead of the story before I introduce David, so let me first tell you about an incredible podcast sponsor that helps to make today's conversation possible, while also helping people around the world to live a fulfilled life and to accomplish their dreams. Mercy Ships has been transforming lives for over 40 years. Many people in our world have no access to health care, and as a result, they must endure pain and suffering. But with the support of volunteers and donors, Mercy Ships can go to these communities and perform free surgeries, surgeries that help mothers see their babies for the first time, surgeries that allow little boys and girls to run and play. They change lives through the work they do. Now, thanks to the launch of the Global Mercy, the first custom-built hospital ship of its kind, they can help even more people. The Global Mercy is projected to serve 150,000 patients over the next five decades. Four-year-old Amadou from southern Senegal was the first to receive surgery on the Global Mercy. Born with one windswept leg and one bowed leg, he missed out on so many things kids love. But thanks to the treatment he received from Mercy Ships, Amadou can't wait to run around with his friends and he dreams of all that lies ahead. Learn more about Mercy Ships at mercyships.org. Today's special guest uh, is a man that I find fascinating. I got your book. So let me introduce today's guest, David Mellor. David, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your show. So, David, I did not grow up in a baseball town. And when I moved to the East Coast, the first apartment I got in Boston was right off the fins. There I could I could see the big green monster from my little fire escape. Outstanding. But your story of your love affair with baseball goes back to birth, goes back to generations. Tell me your story. 
My grandfather played 1902 in the major leagues. My father was born in Rhode Island or uh, lived in Rhode Island. My grandfather was from Rhode Island. My family lived throughout New England. And even though I was born in Ohio, I was raised to be a Red Sox fan. And my dream growing up was to follow in my grandfather's footsteps and make it to the majors as a player. And I had scholarship opportunities in high school and had planned on playing college ball and had some professional teams looking at me and scouting me. And, and uh, I certainly had the passion for it and, and had opportunities. And a month after I got out of high school, we were going to be heading to a state tournament. And my coach said, you know, David, I would wait to sign a letter of scholarship because if you do well at the state tournament, you'll have more opportunities. I said, that sounds great, coach. And on a Friday night, on the weekend night, my buddy said, how about if we stop by McDonald's and get a bite to eat? And so we pulled into McDonald's and got out of the car to start walking across the parking lot. And I realized I had forgotten my wallet. And so he went ahead and walked into McDonald's. And I went back to my car and got my wallet and turned around and started walking across the parking lot. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a car come off the street. And uh, so I stopped and motioned with my arm for them to drive through. And uh, they stopped and motioned for me to start walking. And so I started walking and, and then I heard them rev their engine and squeal their tires. And I had enough time to look up to my left and the car was speeding toward me. I raised my left leg and kind of put both my hands up. The car hit me, threw me 20 feet in the air, I slammed into the brick wall where the door jutted out at McDonald's entrance and landed right in that corner at the base of the wall and looked up and the car was speeding at a higher rate of speed and ripped the handrail out of the cement and pinned the handrail with the bumper against my knee against the wall. And luckily I landed literally right in that corner because otherwise the car would have Cut you in half. Yes, ma'am. It would have been much worse. I thought at the time, not only did it crush my leg, I I worried it crushed my dreams of making it to the major leagues. And my family said, you know, David, I was my father died when I was three, and I was raised to believe that adversity makes you stronger. And they said, David, you know, really, you're lucky. You know, you have this time to find a career that you love to do. Because so many people don't enjoy their career. You know, it's just a job. And you have this time during your surgeries to find a passion that you really love. And so I walked on crutches for two and a half years, walked with a cane for 10 months, had to learn how to walk again, as I had at that time, seven surgeries. And I thought, what do I really love? And I realized I enjoyed science in school. I wanted a job that was outside more than inside. I uh, enjoyed taking care of people's lawns growing up to earn money. I loved baseball. And I thought someone had to be a major league groundskeeper. And my brother lived in Milwaukee at the time and told me if I could uh, get a job with the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, I could live with him to save money. So after many, many phone calls to the brewers, um, kind of being a squeaky wheel, 
they said, hey, we'll give you a chance to work on our day of games crew, on the ground crew. And man, I, I thought I won the lottery. I was so excited. And and I, I was planning to go to Ohio State to get a degree in agronomy and landscape. Let, I got I to gotta interject here and back up a little bit because there's a, a few questions looming here. The person who hit you, were they intoxicated? Were they an experienced driver? Was their car malfunction? Did the gas pedal get stuck? Like, how does somebody motion you to go across and then run you down and nearly kill you? You know, she said she stepped on the gas instead of the brake. It's just one of those one of those things. So she hit me twice that day. That kind of trauma you probably don't ever want to remember. <laughs> you know, a lot of people think, I'm one of the most unlucky people in the world. You know, I've had 50 surgeries. I've been hit by a car three times. We can talk about the third time here in a minute. And I've ended up in a medical coma. Uh, But I think I'm one of the most luckiest people in the world because if I wouldn't have gotten hit by a car that day, I never would have met my wife, who's absolutely my best friend. I never would have had two amazing daughters in my life. I wouldn't have three amazing grandchildren. I wouldn't have a career that I enjoy so much. And I wouldn't have had a service dog named Drago who passed away in June last year, but who literally changed my life and also helped bring awareness to how important service dogs are to so many people. People think I'm unlucky, but I really feel blessed the life I've had. Uh, that wasn't the end of the trauma. That, that was just the beginning. Yes, ma'am. Because I read your book, so go ahead and share a, a, about uh, the other things that happened. So you get this job, you love your job, you're you're starting this direction of of a groundskeeper. You know, my job's next best thing to play in. I get to be on the major league field, and in 1995, when I was working for the Milwaukee Brewers, we were resurfacing the field in the fall of '95. I was out in left field working, and we had a a big left field double gates to get equipment on and off the field and uh, beautiful fall day. And I heard a car and I thought that's unusual. There shouldn't be a car, you know, near the field. And I looked up and there was a car coming toward the field that must've gotten through, you know, behind the bleachers somehow. And so I put both my arms up to, you know, motion for the car to stop. And the, uh, driver stepped on the gas and came right at me and the car hit me. I hit the windshield and landed on the warning track and the car went speeding down the outfield warning track, made a full lap around the warning track. Um, and as I was laying against the wall pad, the car kept coming a full lap around the warning track. And then the driver started aiming right at me. And I thought, Oh my gosh, what's this lady doing? And at the last minute, she swerves and misses me and slams on the brakes and stops, leans up in her car and waves at me, and then peels out and covers me in track material and goes out the gate. And uh, it just took me a minute to kind of gather myself. And I, I, I yelled to one of the crew members after she first hit me to lock up the big steel double gates behind the bleachers so she couldn't get away. And so after she pulled out of the field, I pulled myself up against the the outfield pads and made my way behind the bleachers. And by the time I got out there, 
she was out of her car screaming obscenities at the security guard telling her to let her out and i noticed her keys were still in the ignition and the car was running and so i uh took the turned the car off and took the keys because I didn't want her to hurt someone else. It, it turned out my, my knee was re-injured and uh, ended up having to have surgery and, and ultimately, in the long run, a, a knee replacement. It, it could have been so much worse. So was she held accountable? She had some uh, mental health issues and she wasn't on her medicine and she was just uh, had some misunderstandings going on in, in her mind. You have a lot of grace, David Miller. <laughs> You have a lot of grace. Well, you know, we all have challenges in our lives. And, you know, there was a time when, you know, I had one to five horrific nightmares for 29 years when uh, I first got hit by the car and then this car. And I was scared to go to sleep at night. I didn't know what was wrong. And I didn't think anybody could understand it. And I didn't think anybody else had really challenges. And now I know. When I look up at Fenway Park and see 37,000 people in the stands, I know everybody there, either themselves or one of their loved ones, has some challenge in their life. And one, there's nothing to be ashamed of to ask for help. And it takes courage to ask for help. And I want people to know that, you know, when, when my wife and I wrote my memoir, our memoir, we were hoping if sharing our story through programs like your wonderful program through other net, you know opportunities or the memoir if we could help one person know that help's available and treatment works and that they're not alone it's worth sharing that story because we all have different challenges in our lives and there was time i didn't understand that i just tried to suck it up and think i'll just work through it Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A so how how were you eventually diagnosed with ptsd was that your wife's doing tell tell our audience how you finally went wait a minute there's a name for this there's treatment for this i don't have to suffer like this in silence yes ma'am i thought ptsd could only happen 
to veterans or someone in war. And my daughter was going to school for psychology to be a doctor in psychology. And when she was in college, she got an internship at a wonderful program here in Boston called the Home Base Program that was started with Mass General and the Red Sox Foundation to help veterans and their families dealing with post-traumatic stress. And I was having a, getting an acupuncture treatment um, in 2010. And before I went into the, the treatment, and I picked up a Smithsonian magazine and I laid down on the table and I just opened up this magazine. And the first page I opened up to was about a new treatment facility offering treatments for veterans dealing with PTSD. So I thought I'd read this article to learn more about what my daughter was learning about. So you thought you were going to enrich your mind just to so you could then understand your daughter and her program more. Yes, ma'am. Not thinking about yourself, not thinking about. Totally. Just hoping to learn more about my daughter and, and how, you know, how proud I was of her and learn more about what she was doing and how the Red Sox were helping veterans and Mass General was helping veterans. And, and the first paragraph listed 12 symptoms of post-traumatic stress. And I started reading it and chills ran through me and literally tears started going down my face because I could actively feel 10 of these 12 symptoms. I Only ones I did not have were suicide or drug use. Either, you know, I had anxiety, you know, I had nightmares. There, there were so many of these, and I list them in the book, there were just so many things that I could relate to. And I thought, oh my gosh, while it scared me, it gave me hope. It was like, oh my gosh, maybe this is what I have and I've had for the last 29 years. And if I could get treatment, not only hopefully it helps me, but hopefully I can be a better husband. I can be a better dad. I can be a better boss, friend, mentor, and hopefully I can help others. And my wife is my absolute, my best friend, but I was scared to share with her how scary my nightmares were. You know, I slept with the TV on every night loud so that when I would scream out at night, I would try to tell the kids, hey, that was a TV when they would say, what was that noise? Um, and they knew, you know, as I found out, you know, they, they knew something was going on. They had known all along, but they didn't know what it was, I'm sure. Correct. Correct. PTSD affects the whole family. And it's not just from war. And, and veterans don't just get it. It comes from, you know, the leading cause of PTSD in men uh, is car crashes. And it comes from sexual abuse. It comes from fires. And it comes from it, it, any kind of trauma can cause PTSD. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. And here's the interesting thing that you brought up in your book that I think a lot of people don't realize is that it may not happen right after the traumatic event. You may not develop PTSD until months or even years after the trauma happened. And triggers, you know, sights, sounds, smells can trigger these anxieties and these emotions to cause flashbacks and memories. You know, it, it may sound weird to people. 
people could relate to squealing tires and uh, revving engines to the car crashes causing anxiety or flashbacks to me. But literally the smell of McDonald's French fries would cause flashbacks and anxieties. People would bring McDonald's back to lunch and I would have to leave the room because I would break out in cold sweats. I would get chills. I would turn bright red. That's unfortunate because McDonald's fries are one of God's gifts to the world. <laughs> I do enjoy them. I enjoy them. I rarely buy them, but boy, do I enjoy them when I do. Oh, yes, ma'am. I can relate to that. It's something that I just want people to know, and I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show, to help people know that help is available and that it's nothing to be ashamed of to ask for help. And if you do ask for help, that there's a lot of different kinds of treatment, whether, and if you don't click with that first counselor or that first type of treatment, hey, try another one. You know, I've been very blessed with incredible counselors and I'm proud to, to you know, I just talked to my counselor yesterday and I'm proud to do that. And, uh, you know, there's different types of counseling and it, it, it literally is life changing. It changed my life. It, it's helped my family. And another part of, therapy that's helped me is I had a service dog that came into my life uh, in 2014. That became quite famous in the Boston area. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Your service dog went with you everywhere. He did. His name was Drago. and uh, Drago the he, Doggo, <laughs> who was a beautiful German Shepherd, correct? Yes, ma'am. He my was, uh, he, he literally helped bring awareness to service dogs and how life-changing they were and are and uh, how much he was to me. And he, uh, ESPN did a special on him. Uh, if, if it's all right to say that he, they did one called Dave and Drago to bring awareness to service dogs. And, and he literally was an ambassador for service dogs. And he, he gave me a confidence to take on challenges and open up a world that I, uh, I hadn't dealt with in 29 years or 30 years plus. And he passed away June 17th last year from a stroke. And I'm in the process of, uh, had a great call last two days with an organization, a foundation that we're hoping to connect with for a new service dog. And uh, uh, service dogs are, are another part of, of helping mental health. Oh, yeah. There's something about uh, the love of a four-legged creature that is healing. Yes, ma'am. The things David has endured and how he's turned tragedy into triumph gives me chills. We've got a little more time with David today, so let me tell you about another podcast sponsor that is responsible for bringing this inspiring story to you. While I'm telling you about them, I'm going to be sitting here sipping on a cup of Bigelow tea. In warmer weather, try Bigelow Botanicals cold water infusions. Carefully crafted with beautiful ingredients that include real fruit and herbs, they're steeped in cold water for a lightly infused, refreshing botanical thirst quencher. Flavors include blackberry, raspberry, hibiscus, and strawberry lemon orange blossom. Best of all, there are zero calories, caffeine, or anything artificial. 
Find Bigelow Teas at your favorite store or at BigelowTea.com. That's BigelowTea.com. B-I-G-E-L-O-W-T-E-A dot com. So David, Boston is your home. That's where your heart was. That's where your dreams were. How did you get from the other ballparks to back home to the big green monster and to Fenway Park and the hot dogs. Oh my gosh, the hot dogs. You know, that was an interesting story. Uh, you know, I was working for the Milwaukee Brewers and I just moved into the new ballpark, into my new office and the Cincinnati Reds had called and offered me a, a head job at their new ballpark. And my wife's family still lived in Ohio. And so it was an interesting opportunity and appreciated the offer but we just couldn't come to terms. So I respectfully turned it down and they uh, called back and said, you know, we would still like to negotiate for one more week. Would you be willing to negotiate till next Saturday? And I said, sure. And out of the blue on that Wednesday, Mr. Mooney, who was the groundskeeper for the Red Sox for 30 years called me and said, David, I'm thinking about retiring, but I'll only retire if you replace me. And I said, oh, my gosh, Mr. Mooney, you know, I'm incredibly humbled. I have to give the Reds an answer on Saturday. And he said, I will have John Buckley, who was the president of the club. I'll have him call you. We'll get you out of here on Friday. And the Red Sox brought me out and said, David, we know what you can do for us. More importantly, what can we do for you and your family to make this move successful? And the Red Sox just made the perfect package for us to move here, even though we had family in Ohio. Um, and I grew up a Red Sox fanatic. My wife said she knew when Mr. Mooney called we were coming, but they had to make the right offer. And the family's what put it over the top because family means the world to me. So you've been there forever. You've been back home forever. Yes, ma'am. So we I, this is my 23rd season at Fenway Park and 39th year in the major leagues. Wow. So I've been very, very blessed. And you know, I grew up wanting to stand on Fenway Park's mound, and now I uh, I get to do it every day. Every day, every day, and a, and a lot of pitchers have come and gone. I'm sure in the time that <laughs> she, the twenty some odd years you've been there. Yes, ma'am. And you know, you think of all the struggles we have in our lives, and if I would have given up at some point, I never would have had these opportunities. We all have those tough days, but if you stop and you don't grind through them and keep pushing you don't reach those opportunities you've had more than a few tough days david (laughs) (laughs) you've had i love that you have not allowed your trials your traumas to define you but to inspire you and push you i'm I'm very humbled uh, by your kind words ma'am but it's true it's true people recognize you on the field the fans love you they loved your dog People recognize your patterns uh, that you, you know, because you're so artistic and creative and you've come up with beautiful ways to to make the field look awesome. And you've shared that with everybody. Well, it takes a lot of teamwork. I'm, I'm blessed to have a lot of support from a lot of people. And that starts with my wife. Well, it has been wonderful talking to you. You are a fascinating man. I love your attitude. I'm, I'm humbled by your kind words and support. And Thank you for all you do and, and for helping others. I truly am humbled by all your support. Well, God bless you, David. Thank you for this time. Have a wonderful rest of your baseball season.
Thank you, ma'am. I look forward to seeing you in Boston. Please stay in touch. All right, I will. David R. Mellor is the Senior Director of Grounds for the Boston Red Sox baseball team at Fenway Park, where he oversees everything that involves the playing field. He is the leading innovator of elaborate patterns used on athletic turf and turf in general. Articles about his beautiful work have been widely published, and he's appeared on countless TV and radio programs. His mowing patterns have been featured in the American Folk Art Museum and an international art exhibit. Besides his remarkable autobiography, One Base at a Time, How I Survived PTSD and Found My Field of Dreams, David has published two books on gardening and horticulture, Picture Perfect, Mowing Techniques for Lawns, Landscapes, and Sports, considered the textbook for lawn patterns, and The Lawn Bible, How to Keep It Green, Groomed, and Growing Every Season of the Year. Any one of these or all three would make absolutely fantastic Father's Day gifts. David has over three decades of Major League Baseball experience and has been at home in Fenway Park since 2001. He's cared for some of the greenest lawns in the nation. The ballparks used by the California Angels, San Francisco Giants, Green Bay Packers, Milwaukee Brewers, and of course, his beloved Boston Red Sox. David considers himself one of the luckiest people in the world. Living by the old baseball saying, one base at a time, which is another way of saying, take it one step at a time. He buys a lottery ticket every time the jackpot rises over $100 million. As the statistics of winning millions of dollars is more likely than the chance of being hit by two different cars in two different cities. One Base at a Time is a remarkably inspiring story and a great book to take with you to the park, the lake, or wherever your summer reading takes place. It's been touching people one heart at a time since it was published in 2019 and continues to do so. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, is a mental health issue that some people develop after experiencing or witnessing a life-threatening or traumatic event like combat, an accident, an assault, just to name a few. It's normal for folks who've lived through such traumatic things to have upsetting memories, feel on edge, or have trouble sleeping, but then they start to feel better. But for some, it goes on longer and causes difficulties in their lives. That is PTSD. Everyone experiences PTSD differently. Sometimes symptoms can start months or even years after the event. Sometimes symptoms come and go over a period of years. As David has attested, there is help for PTSD. It's not something to hide. It's not something to be ashamed of, nor is it apt to go away on its own. If you or someone you know is suffering with PTSD, a conversation with a doctor or mental health professional is the first step on the road to healing. As David says, take it one base at a time. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule. You'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.